Welcome to the Proudly Imperfect podcast with your host, me, Courtney Wallbank, aka the Grow and Glow Coach, bringing you realness you can relate to, real conversations, real people, and I'm sure there'll be real fuck ups along the way. This is about accepting yourself for the hot, steamy mess you are and embracing your incredible imperfections. Subscribe if you love it, and I hope you like today's episode. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Proudly Imperfect podcast. As always, I am so, so grateful for you being here. I am so happy to have today's guest on purely because of how frigging magical her energy is. Like, we've never actually had a full conversation, but literally just the other day, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, she made me feel a thousand times better after one of them like let's say rocky low energy weeks and just by kind of encouraging me to let go and surrender like the pair of us have been kind of going through that that phase at the minute so I instantly felt better and that's the kind of power that she has so that's the kind of power we're dealing with today so I I promise you you'll get something out of today's episode she is incredible at what she does so please please welcome mindset mentor and self-worth coach Melissa hello 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 thank you very much for having me I'm so excited to be here (laughs) me too I'm glad you're on like I think I come across your profile quite a while ago and like I think I've seen one of your videos and I think it helps that we're both obviously from similar parts of the country even though there's there's a bit of a rivalry there between Manchester and But we're still both northern, let's say. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. A <laughs> little bit of rivalry. Yeah, 100%. So I always like to start the podcast with a little introduction, but I like to aim it towards, like, especially coaches that I bring on and women who are kind of have a certain mission. I always find that most women have experienced a bit of a line in the sand moment. So they went through their own pain and then they had this moment that where they was like, fuck this, I'm changing, and then kind of wanted to help others do the same. So I'm intrigued mm. about your story. Spill the beans. Oh God, where do I start? <laughs> so I mean, I feel like for all of us, it's just this ongoing transformational journey, isn't it? And for me, it really just hits me where I've went through phases in my life where I was at like the lowest self-worth, the lowest self-esteem as such. And I think from the outside looking in, you probably, you would, you would never have thought that going back like a few years ago. Um, and what like I really just love to help women do is to understand that what you think about yourself, them thoughts that you tell yourself, they're not true. Do you know what I mean? They are not true. And I have had to really undergo my own journey of overcoming all of them limit and beliefs about myself to be able to believe that like my voice is powerful and I am here to have an impact on the world. And so is every single woman. I truly believe that through your own life experience and the pain that you went through, like someone needs to hear that. Someone needs to actually really hear that because it's so unique to you. And what I found personally was I got caught in a bit of a cycle of judging myself for my past. Yeah, like, you know, judging myself from a past and then creating these wounds inside, which then was creating a lot of, um attracting toxic relationships into my life and then it was like okay something needs to change and it was it was me <laughs> I <laughs> what was that realization when did you realize that because most of the time when when at first when you're not aware mm. you're like okay what can I change externally and you try and change all this these things externally until I mean most people don't realize and take action on this but obviously people who are in this world know that it comes down to you making those changes. So what point was it where you was like, oh shit, I'm actually the one that needs to change? You know what? Again, it's like, I'm having these little moments continuously right now. For me, about three years ago, I had a wake up call where I was like, I was getting these messages of like, you know, you are here to have a big impact on the world. Mm. 
Um, but that does mean that you've got to leave your old life behind. That does mean that if you're going to make this decision, it's going to become a shitstorm, basically. Like, everything, <laughs> everything's going to change. And I was in the, between this phase of, like, opening up to my own personal healing journey or remaining stuck in the same, just settling, part mm. every weekend, being in un, unfulfilling friendships relationships what all of that and I made the decision that I was like I'm gonna go all in on my healing um and don't get me wrong that hasn't that that does not mean I am healed like (laughs) we all learned at some point like I think at one point I was like when I'm healed then (laughs) then life is gonna be amazing like (laughs) I've really learned now it, it, it is a continuous journey um and like I feel like the more we continue on becoming our true self sometimes the deeper the wounds will go and I've I've had to go through that as well um to be where I am now and to just be like I just don't want any woman to ever ever feel like she's not worthy of going after the life that she she knows that she deserves mm yeah I resonate with that so fucking much yeah it's it it honestly hurts me Mm. (laughs) and is that because you because you do you think it hurts you that much because you know how you felt because I, I I know I obviously help women because I can't stand the thought of them feeling how I once did which is you're probably you're probably the same because you know how much it hurt you know what you used to think about yourself when you looked in the mirror and all those stuff on all those things but the other day I was reflecting on this and I still in some kind of weird way I still think it's like a selfish thing for me though because it's like it's still giving me something because I can't bear to see someone else like that do you know what I mean it's still like me protecting how I feel do you know what I mean yeah no I do I I totally know what you mean and I I feel like I've been reflecting on this this week where I feel like it's just in us I feel like women like it whether we've got the coaching hat on or not it's just in us to naturally help women I believe like we have been chosen to lead the way for other women to ignite their own power inside now I feel like sometimes I know for me I've got very lost on the coaching journey because mm. it was like it's it, it was so nap before I put the coaching hat on it was like I was just helping women everywhere and it was just <laughs> it was just flowing and then the minute that coaching hat went on I was like whoa <laughs> Who the who am I? Yeah. Where do I fit in? What all of these limiting beliefs came up, which I think it was a massive part of like it's just a massive part of it. Um, or I got a little bit sidetracked into where I was going. Then but... no, no, I like the way the conversation's going though because I think it's it's well selfishly again it's important for us to have and anyone who's kind of in business and anyone who's got a mission because I think when you start off out on something Mm. and you have an authentic mission it's still our authentic mission but I think it's so easy Mm. to start steering off on a path that's not necessarily yours so at the start of the year, I got a business coach and she she's amazing. She's pushed me towards levels that, but I lost myself a little bit because I, I found that I was raising my prices when I didn't really want to, it didn't match my mission. I didn't want to raise my prices. I just felt like, oh, I'm a coach. That's what coaches do. They carry on raising their prices and like it's like this kind it's like a rat race a little bit it's like oh you've got to get six figures and you've got and sometimes you get so lost in that Mm. coaching bubble it's like hang on a minute what like why did it's so important to carry on asking why did I start this what is important to me because otherwise you lose your fucking head that's it that that's exactly where I was going you've just like brought (laughs) me back (laughs) because that's what happened I got very lost in in like the the why I suppose and I think as we are when when we're on this journey as a coach we're 
constantly discovering more about ourselves. Like it we're just un- unlocking another level every time. And I think we get very we can just get so lost in all of that. And this week specifically for me, I've had to just kind of close off all the noise and completely Same. come back to me Same. Oh, and <laughs> when I come back to me why it's because like exactly what you said, like the the way I look, like honestly, it actually makes me quite emotional when I look back at how I used to look at myself or how I used to view myself. Mm. And, like when all that girl needed was love. All yeah. she needed was love and how de- detrimental it is the thoughts that you tell yourself and how much like how much that can literally ruin your whole life if you allow it to. And, you know, I am all about, like, yeah, everything does happen for a reason and all of that. Mm. Like, I do truly believe that. But I do believe there comes a time when we have got to take power and responsibility yeah. for our own life. And, like, that's what I empower people. Like, I want people to know that they have got a choice in that. Like, they they, they are not there for it. Like, these women who may have made mistakes or whatever's happened, like, that does not make you who you are like that. Well, it does in a sense, but don't believe the the negative thoughts you were telling yourself. And um, yeah, that's the why. <laughs> I think I think it 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 makes you who you are in terms of like obviously your past experiences have led to like a domino effect to to what you're what you are thinking and where you are right now. But it doesn't kind of define yeah. who you are hundred percent. So yeah. self-worth then, right? Your like your kind of whole vibe is self-worth. I want to know to kick things off on this conversation. So you mentioned that you've come a long way in terms of how you used to think about yourself. What things before you realized that it was down to you, what things were you placing your worth in? Because I've got I it, like me personally, I've got like, let's say three key things that I was placing my worth in that were just detrimental to my mental health (laughs) and I only realized that now after I've done the work so what was you kind of putting your worth in that wasn't you um going back at the time it was definitely like how successful my business was this Mm -hmm. was when I had another business at the time um I had like my eyelash business and this was like how successful how many clients how much money was coming in all of that um definitely like how I physically looked as well really interesting I put my old phone on well I had two old phones which was just in a drawer somewhere and I put them on the other day and both of them had um backgrounds of like a six pack (laughs) (laughs) this is from years ago and like that was what i put my worth on I was in the gym I like if I had an event I was training like so much for this one boat party and I look back now and I'm like what was you actually doing (laughs) but that was coming from a place of just such lack self-worth growing up as who I am and I think also like being completely vulnerable about this but like male attention as well like yeah (laughs) literally and then it was like if I didn't get that it was like it was like I craved it and I was addicted to it kind of like I would be seeking attention 24 7 and if I didn't get it like I could I felt I didn't feel safe in my body because I was like well that must mean I'm unloved then Mm, it's insane. Mental. It, is, it, it is mental, but it's so. I just wish, it, I mean, I do go back and give myself a hug. I do. Yeah. But I wish at the time, I just, I wish I had me now to be like, to ask me the right questions, to know that it's, it's not, a, yeah, it doesn't define you. Like, you are more than them things. Mm. So much more, and so they're the three. They're the three main things that come up for me. Um, and what was kind of how would you define your worth now? My worth now is like I truly feel so 
authentically me in a sense of like if I don't get myself dressed and put my makeup on and like do the things that I thought I used to need to do to feel good I still feel so so fucking good inside like I feel so confident walking down the street and being able to speak to a stranger I feel confident if I am interested in someone and I want to go and let them know that I will let them know that like and it's having that inner confidence in myself to just be like, you can do whatever you want to do without the validation of someone else's approval mm-hmm. inside. Like, you can wake up and decide to move countries. You can wake up and decide to, like, completely change who you want to be again if that's what you want to do because you're giving yourself that permission. You don't need it from someone else. Um, And... I just listen a lot more to my body now as well when it comes to like training my training yeah. changed um and it's- I think that's a huge switch to make in your mind because you mentioned going to the gym there before and like I remember a couple of years ago like before I started doing any of the mindset work I got into like training first and I think that's always the first step for for kind of Anyone on this journey who's obsessed with growth always says, oh, yeah, I started PTing or I started going to the gym. Like, it's either one or the other. And I um, I did this 12-week challenge, right? Mm. And I was in the best shape I've ever been in. And then looking back on pictures, I remember, like, I, I always think, oh, my God, like, I was in such good shape. But on the inside, mm. I was probably the least confident I've ever, ever been. And that was because I was training out of lack like 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 you say I was training because I didn't feel good whereas when you switch that and you listen to your body and you're like no I'm gonna train because I love my body not because I hate it because I know my worth is not dictated by abs or muscles then everything changes because you you want to train then as well because you're doing it you're doing it out of love it's and that's exactly it it's the intention behind Mm -hmm. why you're training um and that's that's something massive that I it's just kind of gradually happened that I never really realized it was happening in the process mm. of me feeling more worthy inside. Yeah. Um, and that's exactly it. Like not tra- not training because you're lacking something, but training because you you love yourself and you you honor yourself and you wanna you want your body to feel strong as a because it's a reflection of how you feel inside. You're not trying mm. to make up something that you haven't yeah. got because you've got it it's, 100% uh, um so yeah that was that's been massive and I, I can so relate to what you said because when I look back on the pictures when my body was like probably like in a sense of like aesthetically yeah. what you would call like looking the best that was when I was like deeply deeply wounded yeah same so jealous and I was like I was like the girl who was so reactive and mm. oh my god like <laughs> and it's Matt you know you know them moments as well I think you know when you're starting to really see your worth because when you look back at the moments and you think about the times you reacted and you think about the times you felt jealous and then in the present you have those moments where you respond differently and you're like who is this bitch love it and then you just like it's just like it like look when you like even now just talking about this is making me reflect on how far I've come Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we get to we're we're always as coaches we're always focused on our clients and yeah you know how well how their progress is and how amazing that is and just having this conversation is making me like be so proud of my own progress and um it's just it's just a gorgeous journey and I just want every woman to be able to honestly experience that feeling inside of knowing that like it's they don't need to change anything about how they physically look in order to feel worthy about themselves and in terms of your clients then personally Mm. what are the key things key themes that pop up with self-worth like what in terms of like root causes or how they're showing up in like present day manifestations, what what are they putting their worth in and what's the root what what are their root causes on on like average? Yeah, so it's really interesting. Um there's a lot of like there's 
a lot of people, a lot of women that I work with, they struggle with fully believing that they're capable of literally changing their whole life or going after what it is that they desire. And I feel like when it comes back to the self-worth theme, a lot of it comes back down to like our childhoods and maybe situations that we've been brought up in and painful experiences that it hasn't necessarily it, it's not about the other person or the other person's behavior but it's what we've chose at that time and we don't realize it like mm. this is what the power of this work is because until we get to the root cause we're just walking around unconscious not knowing why we're, we're doing we're the and you know I worked with someone the other day and it came back to like when she was actually like in her mother's womb which was really interesting and it wasn't her belief it actually wasn't her belief it was a belief that she'd picked up and the, the work that I do is timeline therapy and we're able yeah. to access we're able to go back and access the root cause and it was like wow imagine trying to logically think that we were in the mother's womb <laughs> <laughs> when we chose to have when we had this belief so this is the power of this work and like it's not about the story again and I, I, I think it really does reflect in our relationships the type of yeah. relationships that we are attracting in and I think when we start to feel worthy our relationships change completely and that's been a theme for my clients and what is the link then? Because I know you're saying with relationships and self-worth, and I know you mentioned before this call, the links with wounded feminine. I really want to dive into this. So just explain kind of for everyone, and for me, because I, I I, do know about masculine and feminine, but I'm not like, you know, that's not my thing. So I'm probably going to learn something here as well. But what what are the links and what is wounded feminine? between self-worth relationships wounded feminine all of that yeah so like for me and for how I teach it wounded feminine it it shows up in our life in ways of like where you know it is it's lack of self-worth um also really shaming our sexuality feeling shame around that feeling guilt not being able to fully express ourselves this is a real common theme actually with my clients not being able to speak their truth not being able to set boundaries mm. um and I think when we start to go into like the wounded feminine I think just being able to say okay so this is coming from the wounded feminine it kind of helps people feel a little bit more clarity as well around that because it's not a lot of women are thinking that there's something wrong with them and it's like there's nothing wrong with you like you've just been hurt yeah. <laughs> you've been here and at that time of not being able to show up for yourself because your body has went into fight or flight response you've left that part of you there and all we've got to do is really go back and pick that girl up and show her some love and bring her with us now um so when it comes down to the wounded feminine I am able to reflect a lot back on my like past relationships and how that was showing up. And I didn't realize it at the time. I could have been quite manipulative. I was jealous. I was so reactive. I was projecting my my feelings onto that person rather mm. than being able to regulate myself, which I think is really, really important if we want to have a healthy relationship in 100%. life. <laughs> 100%. And... Um, so what was the question just the link between self-worth wounded feminine and relationships so how how does kind of working on your self-worth improve your relationships in general yeah so I think a lot of us at times whether we're unconscious of it or not um we're kind of looking for that partner to fix us we're looking for this person and this is the wounded feminine waiting for the knight in shining armor to come in and rescue them and I've been there plenty yeah. of times <laughs> and I've had to really learn through catastrophic endings <laughs> like there's no Prince Charming he's not coming to fucking save yeah like like and when we're in that wounded feminine we're actually attracting a wounded masculine and that can show up as narcissistic men that can show up as really emotionally unavailable men um and you know 
it's it, it and it, again I always like to make it clear like we're not dismissing someone's toxic or abusive behavior that is not okay of course it's not yeah but the, the what I've had to really look inward in myself is like why is this why am I attracting these people why am I why have I been outstaying in relationships when there's been very clear feelings in my body that it's not okay so it's having that strength in a such and being able to actually step into your masculine to have the strength to walk away to mm. have the strength to lead yourself and then to have the strength to open up to your divine feminine energy which is pure authentic expression which is trusting which is flowing and it's very very difficult to do that if we are remaining in toxic situations so that is how healing our wounded feminine is a very important part of life and the people that you're going to attract into your life what do you think about because vulnerable like what's the word <laughs> confession here not confession but you know what i mean <laughs> um so me and Aaron, my partner, we've been like, we found ourselves feeling a little bit stuck a couple months ago, been working on that and everything. Um, now he, I reckon when we met, right, I it was before I started doing all of this work and he he is he knows that he is like emotionally, he's not in touch with his emotions at all. He really struggles. He just, he just doesn't know how to, like you would look at him and you would say emotionally unavailable. However, the difference is he is so open to changing and he wants to change, right? Now, I've I, I've been like going to therapy and I've been really kind of taking it upon myself to notice when he is triggering me, not through being horrible, just because of his lack of knowledge around being able to show emotions. And me, obviously, then my wounded feminine showing up, me being like, I need you to give me this, this, this. Now, I'm not downplaying my needs within a relationship because I have certain needs and they need to be met. And... He is definitely working on doing that. But at what point, and I'm not going to like take this to heart because I'm very kind of strong in my, mm. what, what I want to do and where I want to be. But for anyone listening who has a partner who, who is trying to change mm. and is not kind of like toxic in the slightest, like yeah. where would you tell a woman to draw the line? of do you know what I mean yeah that's a, such a good question <laughs> and it's a really good question and what I feel with this question is because I know that there's so many amazing men and there's so many amazing women that have come together and then it's like as we grow as we change as we evolve things just start to change within the dynamics of the relationship mm. as well. And I just feel like when it's to draw the line is to honestly, when you know you are losing a part of yourself in a sense of trying to fix the relationship and you're yeah. the one who is always trying to do that and trying to show up and you're literally draining your own physical energy and you're getting nothing in return yeah. from it. Um, I just feel like any time you feel like you are watering yourself down or any time that you feel like you can't, you're scared to grow because as if you're scared to grow, why Why are you scared to grow? Is it because you're scared of, of leaving that person behind, of losing that person? And I can speak from experience with that one when I, I wasn't in a toxic relationship. Um. But I knew that my higher self wasn't going to happen by remaining in that in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And it, it was like, do I choose that relationship or do I choose myself? Do I choose my true potential in life? And I truly believe that if you make a decision and you choose yourself, if you're meant to be with that person, the universe is going to bring that you back together with that person. But please do not like stop your own growth and stop yourself from living in your potential because you're scared of 
losing someone and it's really it's it's fucking scary it's so scary because you're stepping into the unknown you're you're stepping into an an area of your life and you you might make it it might be a mistake but it might not it might be the (laughs) best decision that you ever make in your life as well and it might be the best decision for that other person as well because the person might go whoa wow okay like I love this girl so much. I, I am gonna do this work because I, I need her in my life. Like, but if you're just playing it safe and everything's just floating along the water and nothing's really happening, then it's just gonna, it's, you're just gonna lose you, and yeah, not losing you. <laughs> it's like you're you self sabotaging it. You're you're sabotaging your own growth by staying with someone hoping for the best and it is it's been one I'm going to be honest it's been a difficult decision not a difficult decision it's been it's played in my mind whether I am making the right decision kind of giving this a chance and allowing him the the space to to change but because it's not just him it's me as well like I I have been through some things that pop up in the relationship from time to time and I think for me personally yeah. it's a matter of if I didn't give it a chance first then I'd be like oh my god like what if what if I left too early what if blah 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 but yeah I think it's it's so important because when you are in a relationship you are going to be triggered any relationship you're not gonna you are not gonna get you're not gonna live in close proximity to someone every day and not be triggered and that's why when you said before like regular regulation within a relationship is so important I was like fuck yes it is because you are gonna get triggered by by a relationship it's it's one of them them things that when you become aware of this stuff it's so apparent and it's a fucking superpower to be able to regulate your emotions within a relationship as well I love what you were saying there as well um because I I can just so relate to that like when it comes to not giving it a chance and Mm. you it's like and I think especially for women we we will do we stay and we will fix this and we we want to make this work so much otherwise we wouldn't be there yeah you know we we love that person and we we want it to work and I just think I honestly just feel like giving each other that space to grow and like like changing your own ways and then learning about each other and that's so amazing like Mm. being in a relationship being able to do that and feeling safe to do that and to explore this new part of yourself and allowing him to explore like that's just gorgeous and I feel like no matter whether it's a toxic relationship or a healthy relationship I think staying until you know you're done is yeah. so powerful. Yeah. It's just like, like, for me personally, I never leave until I know I'm proper done. Because yeah. when I'm done, <laughs> I am so done. There's no going back. And like, I am, I feel like I'm one of them, like, best exes ever. <laughs> like, I will walk away. I will not message you. I will not. <laughs> Do you know what yeah. um, so I think there's a lot of power in the staying until you know that you're done. I just want to in, in terms of big bold action, then you was talking about like in general or re- relationships or in general. Yeah. How do people build the courage to take not just in terms of leaving people, but in general, like that big bold audacious fucking squeaky bum time action <laughs> like where you're like clenching you're like oh do I do it how do you build the courage to step into the scare and do shit like that honestly you've just got to do it <laughs> like, and I know people want like sometimes I'm just going to close this because the noise um I know people want sometimes like uh, a how to do yeah how to do move through fear but there's no how to do. Like, I just feel like 
if you've got a desire in your heart, if you go a day without not being able to think about a dream, starting a business, moving to a country, like leaving that job, knowing there's something more for you, there's no easy way to do it other than just fucking doing it. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, and I think the longer you wait, the more you just talk yourself out of it. So I feel like I probably go too <laughs> actually do you know what no I don't I don't go too far I love how I make bold moves um I feel like my what's family- the boldest move you've ever made what's the scariest thing you think you've ever done and then when you come out the other side you're like you know that feeling you get when you're like oh my fucking god I've just done that <laughs> yeah like there's been so many you know and I think when I look back it's gone it's just the different like evolutions of where I'm at but I just think starting businesses, knowing starting a business when you don't have a clue what you're doing and when yeah. you're <laughs> literally <laughs> and just believing in yourself is such a bold move. Like for me, moving to Australia completely on my own, like I was like after I'd left a really toxic situation and I look back and I was just such a little girl and I had no idea what the hell I was was doing I was completely on my own that's a bold move yeah into the unknown and trusting that and I just love I love nothing more than being in the unknown because it's just where everything is possible it's like on that edge isn't it that that unknown it's like an edge and that's where you've got that that space where absolutely anything that's where magic happens like in that space where you're like Mm, not sure where this is gonna go I love how you mentioned there that like starting something without knowing what the fuck you're doing like anybody listening to this episode please please understand that we haven't got a fucking clue (laughs) and even the coaches like fucking Tony Robbins or I don't know the big the big names they don't really have a clue either they obviously they're skilled we're skilled we know what we're doing in terms of (laughs) how we can help you but in life no one has a fucking clue I haven't got a clue literally have not got a clue every day I wake up and I'm like I'm doing today it's just it's just wing it again yeah let's just see where it goes whatever happens happens winging it is great and I'd rather wing being in the unknown every day of my life than repeating uh like then repeating my life day in day out feeling miserable I yeah. be on the edge every day than be bored unfulfilled and soul drained I think it's I think it's what like for me personally it's the thought and of all I don't know about you but like I, I didn't know what coaching was up until a couple of years ago so it's not like I always knew I, this is what I wanted to do I also didn't really know much about this work. I remember fucking when before I moved out to Australia when I was like 22, I think I read The Secret. I think that's how everyone's everyone's journey either starts with a fitness fitness journey or The Secret. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and I picked up that book and I remember I didn't understand any of it. I just thought you wrote it down, wrote something down long enough and it'd pop into existence. And um, oh my god, I remember writing down this boy's name over. And this is how fucking how much my worth was placed on boys. So I was trying to manifest a relationship with this absolute asshole. Oh, um, and he's like write down his initials in my book every single day. Uh, oh my god. Um, but oh, I've completely lost what I was gonna say there. Like, again, winging it. Don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what was I gonna fucking say? Going into the That's what I was gonna say. I th- I think. I've always had a feeling that I don't want a normal life or not even that I don't want, that I wasn't made for a normal life. And when I say normal, I mean society's norm, right? And and this might sound like egotistical or... Is that the right word, egotistical? Yeah, no, it's not, yeah I know what oh, you mean. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and it might sound like a kind of big-headed, but I don't mean it in that way. I've just kind of always had a feeling, uh, even when I was like little, little, that I'm I'm gonna do big things. Like I'm gonna fucking smash it. Don't 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 know what it was, but I've always felt like kind of I don't know, just like I don't want to 
go to an office job, get a kid, get a house. And like, don't get me wrong, when I was little, I used to be like, I want to be married by 28 and be married and have kids by 30. And all. I think it was younger than that, probably 25 and 28. But I think that was just because that's what all my friends were saying. But deep down, I kind of knew I was like, no, like that is not for me. And the thought of like getting to the end, say on my deathbed, looking back and thinking all I've done for the for my whole life is the same thing, the same predictable thing every single day is fucking soul destroying. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd rather not have a clue what's going on and, and be like, what's going to happen today? Yes, it's scary. If I take this action and I don't know what the outcome's going to be, am I going to fucking, is it going to be a complete failure? If yes, at least I've learned not to do it again. But that's, I, I completely agree with you. I think it's just like, I would rather fail over and over again than get to the end and be like, everything's, every, like, it's just been the same boring life for the past 50 years. No, literally. That is honestly, like, everything that you've just said then is so, like, it was just talking to me. Like, I've been exactly the same since I was little. Like, I, I was, like, a dancer when I was younger. and And then I just... I just knew, like, I knew I was just, like, just, my family think I'm the crazy, I'm the crazy one, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, what are Melissa up to again? Like, what are you <laughs> doing now? Like, oh, I've just always known that there's something more yeah. than, than what we can see as well. And I think a lot of us go off, like, what we can physically see, mm. what, like, we we how can I wear this it's like we predict what is possible for us just by what's happening in our in our life right now so you know if you haven't got much money in the bank it's like fuck like oh, yeah can't do xyz yeah. yeah or if you're in a job that you don't like you're like there's no getting out of this and it's like I just love tapping into like like the potential of what is possible and I love using my imagination and I I love like knowing that we can create anything in mm. our mind and we can make that happen. And like that is accessible to everyone. No one can take your mind away. No one can take your visualization away and your feelings away. And the more people who who understand that this is a gift given to us all, like mm. we all have this gift of completely trans. If, if you want a completely different life in like six weeks, you can have that yeah but you can and I just think the more that we talk about how crazy like our moves can be and how much it's it's okay to not know the more it gives other people that permission to do it so you know when you said that then I don't know if you saw me share it on my story yesterday and it was like this this (laughs) is just one sentence and it was like I hope your I hope your Delulu comes true true Trulu and yeah. it's so true like it's just like be delusional with what you think you mm-hmm. can create or what you believe you can create because if you stick to what you can like physically see smell touch here right now then you are going to be bound by where you're at right now like you've got to think bigger than the circumstance you find yourself in at the end of the day and that's why like I love what you said like about the gift of having an imagination because the way I think about it as well I've read this in a book ages ago and you know when you get one of them like you hear something a thousand times but then you hear it the thousandth time and you're like oh my god my whole world has changed like it said something like if you look around you on while you're on a walk or whatever it might be and look at everything that's kind of been built up around us right now that was once an idea in someone's head like when you look around this building, this chair, the PlayStation I'm looking at, the TV, the lamp, like all of those things didn't exist one day. There was just an idea in someone's mind that thought, I'm going to make this happen. Like that's the same with with the life that you want to create. And I, I, I tell you what, in on the topic of visualizations as well, I'm off traveling next year and I am like, bit like okay this is it this is me picking up and taking the business like this is ultimate dream yeah like 
uh, and I've had this visualization. I'm sat on, a, and it's like I've already lived it. It's that vivid in my mind now. I've visualized it that much. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, it's already, it's already there. It's done. Like, and it's it's mental. It's all. It's like a memory now because. I've visualized it that much. I'm in like either Amsterdam or Italy, sat at a little corner, looking at my computer. I've got like shit tons of members in my membership. Sun's out. I've got a fucking April spritz. Oh, divine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, speaking of, right? So I know you wanted to touch on this, and it's something that I kind of went through. I've always kind of believed there's something bigger at play. Um, I went to a Catholic school and I always used to say, I don't believe in God. Mm. Right. And my mum, my mum used to be like, like get all, get in a huff about it. And about like, obviously in Catholic, in a Catholic school, it's like Jesus and the Bible and all of that. And my mum got in a huff because I don't, I genuinely don't believe in all of that. However, I've come to realize that I think I actually do believe in God but not the, in the way that I was taught through school I believe that there's a hundred percent a bigger power at play that we can tap into that we're never alone that we're always guided and that's been such a huge part of my healing I cannot tell you like when I first started doing this work on myself and kind of just tapping into that energy tapping into the bigger the force at play I remember waking up one day and it was like I I understand why people call it a spiritual awakening because I was literally like oh my god <laughs> I can I can, like I, I see things so much more differently I want to have you always kind of believed in the universe in the bigger energy or is it something that like like me that you was awakened to um, so yeah, I was similar to you. Like I went to a Catholic school. I was an altar saver. Was you? <laughs> an altar saver. I used to hold the cross and yeah, oh my god, so funny. Um but so yeah, I had, you know, I, I had that growing up and then when I, I read the secret <laughs> course, um obviously. <laughs> Did you believe? Do you did you when you was growing up? Well, obviously you was an altar girl. Like, was you fully into it all? Did you believe in it? Um, uh, do you know what? I I think yeah, I think I did. I yeah, I actually did. I believe yeah. something. I believe there was something there. You know, right. I believe there was something. But in a sense, to the whole story of it, I I, I wasn't sold. Right. <laughs> okay. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'd question things a little bit um but you know I I used to like watch me nan pray and like me me nan's sister pray and that resonated with me even right. at a young age seeing them pray to something higher yeah and there was you know every day they'd pray whether it was time like or whether it was like a difficult time or just every night so I, I got brought up around saying your prayers when you go to sleep. Mm. So as I've kind of, you know, come into myself and just discovered like my own little life. And then I start, I read The Secret and I was like, whoa, like there's something out there. And I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is, but I just know that there's something. And when I read The Secret, I, I didn't understand it fully, but I, it it was like a remembrance. It was like it was talking to me, like I already knew what it was yeah. telling me. Yeah. Um. And then, I, you know, I am spiritual, one hundred percent. Like I'm like one hundred percent, just so connected to the universe. Lately, the last couple—it's only been the last couple of weeks. God has been like coming in around me and. I've been doing a few different masterminds and it's just been these little signs of like to connect with God more. Right. And not really having like a, a belief of like the story of like. Yeah. Well, and you know how I look at that in a way of um, asking for the divine masculine of God to come in and lead me and guide me. Mm needs him I, I talk to the universe like it's a she <laughs> yeah same 
Do I actually? That is actually a really interesting <laughs> thing to think about. I'm trying to think how. I think I'm quite neutral, actually. I don't think I've ever thought about it. Or or am I? Do I speak to Elijah? You know it's, what it is? You know what it is? <laughs> that is I'm going to have to reflect on that after this. Because that is a really interesting thing to think about. It's really interesting because it, I always go, you know, like, here's, like, I talk to it like it's a she. Like, I know she's got my back. She's here. She's guiding me. Like, the yeah. last couple of weeks, things have shifted massively inside me. And I was on this mastermind with an incredible coach in America. And, like, he invited God in to our space. And after that, it was like, whoa I was like this is something that has been waiting for me to tap into and looking at me as his divine daughter <laughs> like and it's a different it's just a different feeling of connection to yeah. what I felt with the universe and this is all very new to me as I'm I've never actually said this out loud right now <laughs> no I love it though it's I look like I love hearing different perspectives on it and what people because I think everyone's spiritual journey is so so different because yeah. at the end of the day it's you are communicating through yourself and through how it feels and you interpret it so it's gonna be different for everyone everyone knows what it feels like everyone who believes in it knows that it's there and they know that can like when people talk about feeling connected, I think everyone experiences similar feelings, but the way they experience it is so, so different. So I look like, carry on. Yeah, I know. So it's, you know, I'm still kind of processing this myself. I'm just like... <laughs> um, but it, it, it's kind of like every big, that's another thing that it comes back to as well. Like every big decision I've ever made when I've ever felt fear, I literally put my whole trust in the universe, in God, whatever we want to call it. Yeah. I'll make the decision and I'm just like, I know I'm supported. And when it's been times of the most like horrendous experiences, I've also known that there's a reason why. And I haven't tried to fight the reason why. I haven't tried to understand it. I've surrendered to it and just let myself move through the pain. I've let it unfold without trying to control like the unfolding of it. And looking back, it's the best decision I've ever made to fully trust the universe because it, it just accelerates you to where you're meant to be when you let go of that need of control. Um, it's yeah. like not having that resistance there anymore. And I think that like having that faith is so, so powerful when it comes to making decisions, when it comes to moving through fear, when it comes to the uncontrollable happening because like sometimes life is going to throw you a shit storm there's that that's just life in it but I think it's so powerful and so comforting for me to know that in any moment like that I can just be like you know what I trust I, I literally trust that whatever's happening is meant to be mm, yeah and like that's the word comforting it's mm. like that that is literally the word and it's just like you just know you're protected you know you're guided and instead of being the victim of like why me why me why is this happening it's like oh whoa like where is this taking me like yeah and even even through and I know there's a lot of pain that happens but even through that so when it comes yeah so this is a very new thing for me like that divine looking at God as the divine masculine um and I like it <laughs> <laughs> It's exciting though, like you're saying it, you don't know where it's going to go because this is like, this is a new new path and new experience for you. So it is exciting. I think as well, just on that topic, something's just popped into my head. In terms of when you're wanting to make bold moves in terms of like building your own business or, you know, for like coaches, for instance, it's not even all, always just about pain. I think no, like when you have faith in something, bigger at play you know that if you're taking aligned action and if you're making those moves you're not worried about when it's going to happen because you know that if you want it and it's right for you 
it is going to happen. In it's only just it's a, it's a matter of time, not a matter of if. And I think that is the most like exciting, comforting, and like it makes you want to take more action then because you're like, okay, well, if I'm taking aligned action and there's something bigger at play, that something bigger at play is going to make it happen for me. 100%. And um, it's, I think it's, as humans, we all just get so caught up in like, how, how is this going to happen? How yes. is this going to happen? And, you know, it's something that no matter how much faith I have, I still fall back into that need of knowing when trying to control it and like you know we're not perfect but then I know what to do it's like it's you need to completely stop when you're trying to do that control thing and see what we were talking about before your vision if you trust that that vision is going to happen you just let go go and go and do something that brings you fun and joy because that is that is all the universe of god that that is all it wants us to do is just enjoy and feel that love and he they'll sort everything out it's all gonna come <laughs> they'll sort it's it <laughs> sorted by the divine masculine <laughs> I was that was actually my next question so how can you when you are feeling that resistance when you are holding on worrying about the how or the when yeah or if you in general want to tap into that kind of divine that higher power more what can you actually do to tap into that guidance more frequently yeah I mean for me personally like meditation is just oh like it's changed my whole life in so many ways and I know people must hear that and think oh fucking hell like (laughs) and the person saying to meditate (laughs) oh it's where I've had my biggest like downloads um going really deep into that another thing I do is I just need to cut off I have to cut off from everything my phone like the laptop work and just let myself be and I love to dance like I I literally like like to close my eyes and I feel like it's some sort of kundalini I don't really know what what happens but (laughs) (laughs) um it's like now because I know when you're very in your head sometimes meditating it's not the answer for me at that yeah. time and now I've just really started to connect more to my body and just like let the movement come and it's like I can just feel this like connection between myself and the universe and I just receive it I let myself just receive 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 and I think it's just letting yourself be and just exactly that word receive the guidance because it it's waiting for you but when you're trying to control you can't get it yeah and I love what you said there because it's actually something that I've started in the past couple of weeks I think when I started to to feel a cloudiness that I haven't felt in a while um I I don't know if you have you she's actually from Liverpool do you know Lyd- Lydia McCart McCartney or McCarthy yeah 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 so we she came on the pod quite a while ago and we did a live the other day and she's like into ecstatic dance and stuff and she recommended she sent me a playlist and honestly over the past two weeks Mm. I've literally been closing my eyes and I've been doing like half an hour meditation and then just one song of whatever I feel like putting on closing my eyes and like it is what you said there about getting out of your mind what you're literally doing is getting out of that noise and dropping into the body and I like I've only been doing it for two weeks not every day like every other day but oh my god like moving your body and really just not thinking about it not thinking right I've got to move like this and I've got to move like this just letting your body go where it wants to go move how it wants to move and I think that's another way I don't know too much about it but I think it's a really good way of connecting with your body more and healing that wounded feminine for a lot of people because a lot of a lot of women are disconnected from the bodies. Um and when you do, when you're doing that when you're just not thinking about anything, you're not thinking about how you look while you're moving, you are literally just allowing your body to move. I think that's the reason why we feel so co- connected to the kind of 
wider energy when we do that is because we're out of our heads and we're allowing it to come through. I love it. I'm definitely going to continue to do it. Yeah, 100%. And it's um, it's it's a practice that like I get my clients to do is just dance and like the power from it, the breakthroughs that we like, you know, we'll be on a coaching session and I'll go and get them to dance and they're like, whoa. Like, <laughs> And it's 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 because it's that diva, it's your feminine energy yeah. and it's just dying to come out. And when you let go of that need to control and you just let yourself move and connect, and it, it, we are just the we are one, we are literally it. Like we are the universe, it's mm. inside us. We've just got to let ourselves explore our bodies more, and there's no shame in that. And it's like it's so profound to some women, even the thought of putting like tantra music on and dancing yeah. like whoa like I'd never do and it's but when you do it it just unlocks something inside and yeah, it's just something that you want to keep doing <laughs> I have absolutely loved this conversation honestly mm-hmm. we'll have to go for um a coffee now that I'm kind of chilling out a little bit <laughs> so we'll 100% did you say he was going home soon yes next week Okay, so when you get back, we'll 100% go for a coffee and catch up because you are a vibe. Um, So are you. Thank you. (laughs) Last three questions, right? So we always finish the pod with three. They're not really questions. It's just like a closing thing. So we've got a rose, which is something in your life, which is going absolutely smashingly well, unreal. We've got a bud, which is something that you're currently working on. And then we've got a thorn, which screams hot mess, screams proudly imperfect. It's a bit, it's just messy as fuck. Mm, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So a rose is the expansion that I'm experiencing right now and the unapologetically speaking my truth. Love that. The buds. What was the buds? Something that you're working on. Um, something that I'm working on is um oh god, um something that, <laughs> something that I am working on. Do you know what? Something that I'm working on is to kind of keep to to not contract as I expand. Okay. Explain that. So I know that sounds a little bit um like contradictory, but what I'm experiencing is this expansion in myself, this this like leaning into my edges. And what I've noticed a bit of a pattern is after I've done that, then I'll be like, oh, okay, I'm right, gonna, okay. gonna contract again now. I'm gonna shrink myself. It's yeah. like, can she really can I really do that? Can she really do like it's that voice coming in? So mm. the board, it's getting quieter. The contractions are getting smaller, but they're still happening. And I, right. I really want to just keep keep uncontracting to the expansion. Okay, love that. <laughs> and then your thorn. So screams hot mess up oh. in the air. Proudly imperfect. You know what? Fucking systems. Like <laughs> I've seen your story the other day about it. Oh my god. <gasps> it's a hot mess. Like and this is something that I'm so transparent with. Like when I'm coaching, I'm fucking great. Trying to create the background of that, the systems, the flow. Okay. The, oh, as there's something in me that rejects systems and like just funnels and all of them words that yeah. my body just tends up. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really um like not I I'm really opening up to that a little bit more but I hate it I don't like it I don't like it <laughs> but it's important to have a, a successful coaching business so yeah tell me about it I um like over the next couple of weeks I'm wanting to build my I want I'm wanting to do it myself just because I I, would, I just want to do it myself right <laughs> and I want it to have like a a, a system or a whatever you call it to have a membership within the website and I was like right I'm gonna do it myself and I was like Aaron do you want a new project and he's like don't be fucking 
palming off the bits of your business that you don't want to do yourself on me. I'm like, yeah, it'll give you it'll give you something to do. You might love it. You might might be a new thing, but <laughs> nah, I'm gonna gonna look into it. But it is, you've got to wear all these different hats, haven't you? And it your your video the other day, your story resonated with me so much. So it's like I fucking feel you like when you was on about marketing and it's like I'm so good at this thing and I know I'm so good at it but when I when I thought right okay yeah let's let's do it let's be a coach you don't think oh I've got to be this 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 and this all at the same time honestly I'm like I'm traumatized after what I went through the last (laughs) years to bloody like actually like follow through with my dream like it's I know it's it's all it's all it's all coming together but it's it's hard, it's hard, but what we need it to we need it. Honestly, thank you so much. Tell everyone what you've got on at the minute and where they can find you. Yeah, so at the moment I've got an upcoming programme which is happening at the end of September called become a powerhouse so it's a 12-week program and we're really going deep into the masculine and wounded feminine energy and um, healing all of our unconscious wounds I've also got a sex therapist coming in and really helping you like with body image and moving through anxiety and being able to regulate yourself more and then really stepping into that dream life like the embodiment of it which I find is probably the most where people get stuck like let's go and actually live that life now after mm. we feel these wounds so that's what's happening and you can find me on instagram which is at melissa Catherine underscore coaching amazing thank you thank you thank you so much honestly incredible episode i know everyone's gonna get a lot out of it so thank you so much thank you so much cheers for listening guys <laughs> 